Hey guys, welcome back to Top 5, brought to you by Define Talent. We are a results-driven service working with clients to connect them with quality talent as well as working to make an impact within the recruiting industry. We talk straight about today's professional world with real-world professionals, experts in recruitment, job seekers, and business owners alike. Have a question for us? Send it in and you might spur our next conversation. I'm Tara Thurber, Director of Talent Innovation, and joining me today to discuss their top five tips for a thriving business is Define Logic's partner, Mike Simon, and business development partner, Corey Kazar. Hey guys, how are you today? Hey, Tara. Great. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for joining. All right. My pleasure. Well. Thanks for inviting us. Yes. Excited to be here. Awesome. So, guys, let's just kick this off. Why don't um, do we dive in and Give us a little background on yourselves and your personal history with Define Logic. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to go first. Uh, so, Mike Simon, partner here at Define Logic. I've been with Define Logic for nine years, almost nine years now. Um, ultimately, culminating in being a partner, one of the owners of, of Define Logic. And I started nine years ago. Um, after being a CIO for a large logistics company, and ever after having worked for IBM for many years really looking to get back to core consulting, meaning um, doing great work for clients, uh, being very close to the value proposition for clients. And um, consulting at that time is really, you know, it's a great way to, to be able to do that. So when I joined Define Logic, that was my, my mission uh, to, you know, sort of start a principal consulting practice, which uh, we did for, still do today, frankly. Um, but that's a little bit of my history with Define Logic. Yeah, I've actually um, actually been in Define Logic going on 10 years, uh, a little bit more senior than Mike in that <laughs> regards, um, a lot less senior when it comes to age, but uh, you know, who's counting? Um, <laughs> Is this a comedy show? <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> actually, prior to Define Logic, um, I was working at a, a fintech startup in New York, had an opportunity that came along, uh, living in New Jersey at the time, um, of a, a small a consulting IT consulting firm at that time. Uh, looking to to um, add to their sales team, came on board, uh, thought it was a great opportunity to stop commuting to New York and mm -hmm. I ended up falling in love with the company and everything about it. And uh, here I am a decade later, um, new leadership through, uh, through Mike Simon and, and loving every minute of it. Awesome. So great to hear just a little bit of that background. And now for the two of you, what did you see in Define Logic that really made you both want to transition the company from the traditional consulting firm that started Define Logic into a digital product agency? Yeah, I guess for me, it was a couple of things and it sounds a little cliche, but um, you know, the first thing is, is the people. Um, you know, what I witnessed during my time as a consultant is that we worked on a variety of projects, uh, but no matter what we worked on, uh, the delivery quality was first rate, absolutely amazing. You know, satisfied customers, satisfied employees, yeah. phenomenally good quality work. But what we also noticed is that, you know, the world, the world was changing mm -hmm. and we saw more and more customers uh, shifting towards more and more platform centric solutions, whether that's CRM through Salesforce and a HubSpot, for example, and service-related things that we now see around that, whether it's marketing automation platforms, uh, development platforms, 
we saw less and less, you know, sort of custom development work being done on premise versus solution based platform based uh, solutions, I should say, uh, where they're leaning into the investment that someone else has made in those platforms for speed to market for maintainability for OPEX versus CAPEX, uh, and so forth. So recognizing that trend, yeah. we said to ourselves, Hey, hey, we need to lean into it, right? We need to sort of follow where, where our clients are going. But in studying what it would be, what, what's necessary for us from a services perspective to ensure our clients can be successful with, with what they're looking to do, that really sort of started our pivot as it relates to what we do as Define Logic today. So, um, you know, um, prepackaged services, if you will, productized yeah. services, if you will, but all in line with what's necessary for clients to be successful with the uh, platform implementations that uh, they're looking to do and with the initiatives around those like marketing strategies and sales strategies and so forth. A lot of it comes down to passion too, at the end yeah. of the day. I think um, our pivot to a digital product agency allowed our people to be more passionate about what they're delivering because of the ownership of the product. Uh, from beginning to end and seeing it fully through where you don't necessarily always see that from the consulting side as you're put into pieces of a project that's owned by an organization and managed by an organization where now we're being brought in as a true partner to work alongside these organizations to make sure that we are implementing and, and developing and creating a product that makes sense for them and their company. I love that. And I like the, I, I like where you were exploring the ownership and then coming in as, as being more of a fully rounded partnership almost. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for our listeners out there, can either of you define what a digital product agency is? Yeah, we, um, we recognized um, in working with our clients yeah. that there are lots of different uh, types of agencies out there. There are brand agencies, uh, marketing agencies, advertising agencies, media agencies, et cetera, uh, talent agencies uh, even. Mm -hmm. and oftentimes what we'll see is a given client is using multiple agencies at the same time for a um, you know an integrated purpose. But what they see is that those agencies are not integrated. They're separate companies. They have separate objectives. Uh, trying to glue all that together uh, comes with its own challenges, dissatisfied clients as a result. And so what we concluded is that, you know, A, we wanted to not compete with others who are not really our competitors. Right. Um, and what does that mean? Uh, and then also, you know, sort of carve out a, uh, a name for ourselves or a category for ourselves, I should say, that we can that we could we could own. So digital product agency product is at the center of that, mm -hmm. meaning the engineering the implementation, uh, the technical smarts around that, um, the investment results, the returns around that. And so while we do everything that I mentioned, we do brand, we do marketing, we do sales, we do advertising, uh, we do creative, we do analytics, we do all of those things that multiple agencies would otherwise do, but we do so in the context of the core thing that our clients are looking to, uh, to implement, which is a digital product to help them uh, engage with customers, with partners, with employees, to drive measurable results in the marketplace, uh, et cetera. So that's what makes us a digital product agency. That's what makes us unique from what we hear from our clients and our partners. There's nobody else out there that thinks like you guys do, that talks like you guys do, 
that has the breadth of capability that you guys have to really be, you know, it's cliche, but really be sort of the one-stop shop for everything that they need to do uh, in the measurable success of their digital initiatives. That kind of goes into my next question of how does Define Logic stand out in the crowd? Um, all these added, not I, I guess we wouldn't call them added services, but it's that one-stop shop, including talent services in there too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as leaders, what is the market like out there for Define Logic, and how are we standing out? I mean, if we're if Define Logic is really its own place. Are we standing out differently in the market today, or is it really the sole? What sort I'm looking for the sole landing for Define Logic, and then we get to yeah. kind of keep exploring that. Yeah, I mean, we we are we are, we're um, we're finding that we're differentiated without trying to be differentiated. Yeah, you know. So, for example, when we engage with clients or with our partners, Salesforce, HubSpot, uh, and so forth, um, how it is that we initially engage with them and with our clients is already differentiated for them. And we hear that we hear that from them all the time. So for example, uh, we, we start with an experience discovery workshop. Right. And it's kind of our crutch, if you will, for learning about in a visual way, in a collaborative way, what it is that the client's trying to achieve uh, we'll facilitate in these days a, a digital bl- a blank canvas, a blank whiteboard uh, relative to experience and what it is that the client is trying to accomplish from an experience standpoint. And just, you know, kind of always sort of centering ourselves back on that particular objective in that particular language. So experience, every touch point your client is going to go through. How is that touch point being delivered today in the future? How do we measure the value of that touch point? How do we assess the um uh, your current ability to deliver on that touch point, you know, your, your, your current mechanisms versus your aspirational mechanisms. And when we do that, it naturally brings forward the brand and content and creative and engineering and analytics uh, and everything necessary to deliver on that experience roadmap, if you will. Uh, and by virtue of that, we're already touching on what all, you know, what multiple agencies would otherwise be touching upon, but in a way that's different, in a way that's integrated uh, around the customer. And again, that sounds cliche in and of itself as well. But when we when we focus solely on what it is that you're trying to achieve for your customers and their experience today and future, then you know I would say the rest of it sort of takes care of itself as it relates to the client's conclusion that I can do all of this with one partner. I don't need to have five different partners mm-hmm. to, to make that happen. And we're uniquely positioned from a, a size and capability standpoint to still be boutique-esque from a relationship standpoint, but enterprise from a delivery standpoint, working with enterprise clients across the board from some of the largest pharmaceutical companies and Fortune 500s right. uh, to startups. Uh, but we can still bring that boutique, I know you, you know me, we know your business approach um, to every one of our clients, because uh, that is what we're rooted in. That's our foundation from, from our consulting days brought over to our digital product agency days and really help you, um, as we like to say, define what the possible is. We like to define the possible and work together to really become part of your brand, part of your team and uh, make sure that there that results in success and really being able to be there from a name basis throughout the whole process. Yeah. I also, one thing that kind of struck me too is 
having this this landing for define logic it's also so much is is just as important as has, having the right team players in on this as well to be able to play with everybody in the in on the playground so to speak mm -hmm. but also and grow together to be successful for each client um i think that that transition you know instead of it being just the one-offs being able to transition and having that team as a whole at define logic is is super important um would you guys say you know in talking about the transition into a, a digital product agency using air quotes there, but the team being in the forefront and being on the same page and working with clients, do you feel that clients are more appreciative and will stop working with other partners and really be able to hone in on just working with Define Logic? Do you do you feel that clients are okay with that or do you, do they struggle do. with letting that go? I do feel like it's there, but we have to gain that that trust and prove right. it through our work. And um, at the same time, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that we want to always get rid of other partners. Obviously, right. it's great for business when we're right. the sole <laughs> when we're the sole partner. But um, being able to work seamlessly with other partners is what's part of of being successful. Whether it's mm -hmm. a channel partner, whether it's an um, you know underlying technology, whether it's a uh, um, an agency that specializes in one specific area that. Um, might have more specialty in that area than Define Logic does, but being able to right. work seamlessly and integrated with that team together um, is 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 I think what brings ultimate success for the client. And at the end of the day, that's what we care about. I think that's one of the differentiators that um, it's so cliche and 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 so I'm, I'm trying to find the word, but it's almost like um, lovey, if you will, something yeah. that you would see in a Hallmark card, <laughs> yeah. but. Um, you know, one thing I've noticed uh, throughout my course of working with Define Logic is that we care. Our employees care. Our company cares. You know, uh, we're not the biggest company in the world. We don't have a mass array of of uh, clients. You know, underneath our portfolio, um, but we care about each and every one of our clients. And I think that that care from the leadership, from the folks that are working on the accounts, from the project managers to the UX team to the developers to the creative to analytics to, to everybody that's involved and, and the relationship that's built on that and yeah. caring about the success of our clients, not just their company, but the people that are working for the company for their career is what really makes us unique um, compared to a lot of organizations that I've either worked with in the past or have worked alongside of. And um, I love that. I, I absolutely love that about us. I think it's a huge, a huge value. And it's also being able to you know, one thing that I noticed too with Define Logic is you're open to other partnerships and and it's expanding. It's about playing with everybody that has that same vision and coming together to lift everybody up together Absolutely. as a whole, as a group, unify. Yeah, I would just add uh, to that. We have certain ways of working that, that are proven. We have a, a point of view that we call uh, the digital universe. And it shows how it is and why it is that brand connects with content, connects with creative, connects with UX, connects with clients, um, uh, analytics, and so forth. And we have processes that we ourselves go through, um, you know, when we're performing all of those roles and how all of those things integrate together, again, in the context of uh, something that's meaningful to a client. 
um, an integrated marketing campaign, for example, a marketing calendar, for example. So while we're totally open to working with other agencies that fill one of those planets in the universe, if you will, um, we also suggest that it needs to be done in a way where we collectively are integrated on behalf of the client. Um, and that always works out. You know, I, don't, I can't think of an instance where someone has said, no, you know, we want them to work their way and you work your way and so forth, which would raise all kinds of red flags for us. But, you know, to the extent that we can all sort of work in an integrated um, process in a, a yeah. forum, then, you know, it, it tends to tends to work out really well. I love it. And I know, too, we're, we're celebrating Define Logic, celebrating 20 years um, this year. And, Amazing. you know, huge changes. And to go and shift over the past couple of years to where you're at today, um, you know, what kind of what kind of tips with within this would you give to others for the shift and the transition and, and really this growth? that's happening now celebrating 20 years at Define Logic. Yeah, I mean I would say that, you know, we're learning every day. That's probably yeah. a, a good thing, right? I mean, being open to learn every day and as a function of listening to your customers, understanding where they're they're going, uh, monitoring industries, understanding where they're going and so forth. But beyond that, I think just having strategic clarity. And again, we're, we 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 challenge ourselves all the time around yeah. this, but but having strategic clarity of who you are in the marketplace, what you stand for, um, what you offer, why it's valuable to a client, uh, how you constitute that from a services standpoint, how you can describe it in an elevator pitch to clients, but also to employees. Uh, the last thing you want is to have clarity in the marketplace, but you know nobody inside your own organization really understands what you do for a living. So that level of clarity is, is uh, just super, super important um, because it drives everything. It drives your go-to-market messaging. It drives your segmentation. It drives your marketing approach. It drives your value prop description from a sales standpoint, et cetera, et cetera. But it also, you know, ideally allows you to um, bring in the work that you want, mm -hmm. but avoid the work you don't want. You right. know, that's one of the biggest issues that uh, I would say young entrepreneurs or startup companies um, uh, um, face mm -hmm. is losing strategic clarity and taking on work for the purposes of, hey, we need revenue, we need cash flow and so forth, but allowing that to take you out of your lane and take you down a road that's not your road and ultimately getting you to a point where you lose control of your ability to um, you know, find your lane in the marketplace and to um, you know, develop the levers for yourself of growth uh, yeah. to be able to, you know, do what you're trying to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And I, I think too, I, I like the, I like the, where you're going with being able to stay in your lane, you know, talking to a lot of other entrepreneurs, they they're pulling work just to get work and spinning their wheels. And then they're losing what that focus really is. Right. Yeah. So I, I definitely agree that it's it's having that focus, it's having that strategy in place and continuing to grow, but also failing along the way and learning from those failures too. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, if you have if you have your strategy aligned front to back, yeah, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy in terms of of delivering the kind of work that you want and help you fend off the kind of work that you don't want. And I don't mean that in a, a negative way, but 
you know, when you take on a project that doesn't line up with everything that the organization is designed to, 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 uh, to cater for, trained to cater for, you, you just introduce so much friction into your machine that um, you may not recognize until you get to a point where people aren't happy, you're delivering bad quality, customers are churning on you and so forth. And then looking back, you can understand why it's happening. But, um, you know, I would say that's one of the most important things we can do. That's awesome. Corey, do you have any top five tips you'd like to share as well? I do. I jotted them down prior to this uh, call. So, uh, I have them prepared. All right. But I, I think, uh, you know, for me, from a top five, um, from a business standpoint, to be successful is, um, and in no particular order, but communication with both clients and internally. Um, you know, I think um, one of the things that uh, that Mike did when he uh, when he took the company over in, in 2020 was really extend communication. And, and I, uh, I think it's been extremely successful in the last two years, especially with everything that's been going on. Uh, you know, with COVID and the craziness that we've all lived in and our not even hybrid, but fully remote approach that we've had to take that, you know, as everybody else, we expected to be two weeks and now it's going on <laughs> two and a half, three years. Um, but I think it's key. I think communication is key. Yeah. Accountability, um, again, internally and externally uh, for your roles and for what you're responsible for um, is just, you know, having that accountability, knowing what you're responsible for. Uh, knowing what you're prideful for, having that yeah. pride in your company, uh, being another pillar of my top 10, um, pride in the work that you're doing, pride for the company that you're working with. Uh, you know, that all correlates to marketing, which mm -hmm. is pillar number four, um, being able to explain who you are, what you do, uh, why you do it, and being able to explain that to, to your employees as well as to your customers. Uh, you could do this in a million different ways, and it could be in large scales approaches that cost millions, millions and millions to market to, or it could be in just a small who are we approach and really define what our what what we are and what is our uh, what is our core passions and 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 uh, competencies throughout the company. But being able to define that in a way that everybody resonates with is is key. And then my last one, which really isn't a great one, but I've been on a Yellowstone kick um, the last two or three weeks. And um, if you uh, if you do watch the show, you'll know Beth's, Beth says this usually after every time she finishes a cocktail. If you're going to do something, do it right. Uh, and then she has three or four more. But I think that's a great quote. And I think it I think it just correlates with so much, not only in business, but in life. If you're going to be spending that much of your time doing something, Take the time to do it right. I mean, you don't need to juggle a million things. If you can do two, three, four, five things right, yeah, it's so much better than being able to do a million things or a hundred things um, half right. Well, you know, for the PG version <laughs> of the podcast. Uh, but those would be, you know, communication, accountability, marketing, pride, and um, you know, aligning to accountability is is if you're going to do something, make sure you're doing it right. I love it. I love all of the tips that you guys are sharing today. And I, I think it's important for our listeners to hear this. I mean, 20 years is a long time. So, and here's to 20 more years for Define Logic. Um, you know, and it's it's thriving, it's changing, it's moving, and and it's really awesome to be a part of as well. So thank yeah. you guys. Thank you. Thank Can you. I just add one more thing? Absolutely. So talent, we think about define talent, right? But Talent, my number one, two, three, four, and five are take care of your people. If you take care of your people, they'll take care of you and your clients, you being Define Logic, the company. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it sounds easy, it sounds simple, but when you don't do that, then as your number one, two, three, four, five guiding principle, then what you'll see 
you know, as a trailing indicator is maybe unhappy employees, um, maybe not the best quality work uh, that you'd like to have turnover of employees and clients. Yeah. I'm very happy to say that Define Logic has virtually zero turnover. Yep. Zero. I mean, it's That's amazing. Of. It's amazing. It's you know, 20 years we have employee number one still works for the company. And, you know, so, I mean, to have nearly zero turnover says an awful lot about a company that that really takes care of its people first and foremost. And when they do that, they'll take care of the community, they'll take care of clients, and yeah. then all of the th other bad things that would otherwise be happening to you in terms of churn and cost and so forth, you don't have to deal with that. So it's it's um, maybe overly simplistic, but um, um, you know I think that's one thing we've done really really well uh, at Define Logic that the founders you know led with that sort of basic pillar of the culture, and yeah. we've we've perpetuated that maybe even taking it the next step to Corey's point, but that would be my number one, two, three, four, five tip. I love it. And you can you can see it too when you speak to employees at Define Logic or when you see what they're doing. I mean, they're excited to share things on social media. They're talking about it. It's not just a job that they're they're going to, which I think is important for all professionals. It's not a job, it's a career. It's this lifestyle that yeah. we're in. And even shifting to being fully remote, that's a huge that's a huge shift for an entire company to do. And everybody to be successful at home, but also in a collaborative group. And I can see how that shift has been successful for Define Logic. So it's um, it starts at the top, and it, it it interweaves through it all. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, it's uh, when we pivoted to home, um, our culture kicked in, and it, it had us. Um, have empathy and compassion for every single individual yeah. uh, as individuals, recognizing yeah. that what each of us was going through was different. And older people, empty nesters like me, for example, very different than people with young families and kids at home now being homeschooled and parents trading off. And, you know, what do we need to do to take care of people first? Yeah. If we do that, everything else takes care of itself. And it did, it, it did in spades. So, um, you know, I think that's just that's good advice for any any company that's starting up or any company at any stage in in you know their their journey. Yeah. All around, I love the tips. I love everything that you guys have brought to the table today. Um, really appreciate you guys joining, and I'm looking forward to some 20 year celebrations, but to what the future holds. It's very exciting. Thank you, Tara. <laughs> Thank you, Mike and Corey for joining okay. me today. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us. We are Define Talent, coming to you at Top 5. Make it a great day. <laughs>